主耶稣来是要做一些新的事情在我们的生命里面。Because He is the resurrection and the life. So Jesus has come to set us free from our emotional prison. Because a lot of us we have hurts in our life. And in fact, all of us have hurts in our life. Because we live in an imperfect world. Some of us will cope better because of our personality. But others of us going through the same circumstances, but we will be devastated because of those experiences. But whoever you are, Whatever you've been through, the good news is Jesus has come. The Spirit of God has come to set us free from those emotional prisons. To bring healing in our innermost being. We are seeking for a lot of things to satisfy us. But this morning, the Lord Jesus is able to touch your innermost being and bring the peace and satisfaction and love to fill your whole being. I want you to turn back to that verse that we looked at last week, Isaiah 61. Isaiah 61. Verse 1, we're going to uh, just read that verse. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners. 主耶和华的灵在我身上，因为耶和华用高高我，叫我传好信息给谦卑的人，差遣我医治伤心的人，报告被掳的得释放，被囚的出监牢。So we know that Jesus want to set us free emotionally.所以主，我们知道主耶稣要释放我们从这个情感的监牢出来。But this morning, I want to explain to you the process of inner healing. 但是今天早上我要教导你这个内心医治的步骤。Because some of us, you know, we are touched by the Lord and we feel good at that moment. 有一些我们被主摸着的时候,在那个时候我们感觉得很好。But you realize many of us, we go back to the same problem again. 
但是常常我们很多又回到同样的问题。So this morning we want to understand the process how Jesus began to heal us until we are completely healed. 所以今天早上我们要了解这个医治的步骤到完全的医治是怎样的。Let's look at the natural if you have a wound in your body. 如果比如说在你的身上有一个伤口。It's messy. How is that healing going to take place? Would the doctor straight away put the stitches and bind it up? Would he do that? Yes or no? No. First of all, he has to cleanse the wounds, right? He has to remove every uh, germs or whatever is there and only then he binds up the wound. So Sometimes he even have to open up the wounds more so that he can get right in, right? To the source and, and, and get the roots of the things out. 可能有时呢, and then once the wound is bind up, the healing process will begin. And it takes some time before the complete healing, you know, take place. So this morning, the first step to inner healing is to open up our emotion. We learn that when we go through hurts, we go through pain, what we are trying to do is to suppress it, is to deny our emotion. Because it's too painful for us to remember the incidents, it's too painful for us to, 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 to go through it, so we deny its existence, we want to cover it up. But in order for us to be really healed and released, we have to open up the wounds, we have to open up our emotion. You know why we Christians, when we pray about our emotional needs, why it was not, uh, 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 we were not released? Because we pray about the emotional problem as a matter of fact. We did not open our emotion. So what we did was to give God a mental report of, from our mind of the situation. Isn't that so? God already knew the problem. And the the the, the the problem is in our emotion, not in our mind. So we are just giving God a mental report. It doesn't touch our emotion. So we have to allow the Spirit of God to come to those wounds and begin to cleanse it. 
I want to take you back to John chapter 4 to look at this Samaritan woman again. Most of us will know this story about this Samaritan woman by the well. She was, you can call her an immoral woman if you want to call it that way. She's rejected by her society. Despised by everyone in that town. She has lived with five husbands. Hey, this is not Hollywood, you know. Hollywood, if you boast about seven husbands, you know, Elizabeth Taylor, people you know, probably look at you with envy. But you're talking about a very conservative society or maybe a village when you live with five Man married five men, you know, in that town. And at present, the man that he she's staying with is not even her husband. So can you imagine the emotional problem that this woman has? She was in an emotional prison. She is not proud of what she has done. In fact, she was so ashamed of what she did. She did not face people. And that's why in the middle of the day, in the hot sun, when all the women are staying home, she came out to draw water from the well. If she came in the morning, if she came in the evening, the woman from the village will be there. And the look from their eyes and, and, and the whisper, you know, the gossip and, and the whisper and the comment will be too much for her to bear. So she tried to cover up, she tried to live a life so that nobody will remind her of what she has done because it's too painful for her. She was in an emotional prison. And if you were to visit this lady, let's say some of us, we visit people, uh, want to share Jesus with them. If you were to visit this lady, what would you do? Jesus knew all about her by the revelation of the Holy Spirit. I can imagine if I go and visit this lady, and if I'm going with a team of uh, church members, remember, we know about this problem, but don't you talk about that. It is too sensitive. Right? This is what we will do. 我们很清楚那个问题，但是我们不敢去谈，因为这个问题实在是太敏感了。Would you dare to say where is your husband? 
So what we do is go around the bush, how are you, you know, how this and that and that and that and that. We dare not talk about the real thing. We dare not open up the emotion. But the purpose why Jesus met up with this lady was to bring healing, was to release her from the emotional prison. And you know what he said? Go and get your husband. Oh Jesus. You know, don't don't you have any sense? Why do you have to ask so sensitive questions? You got a point? In order for Jesus to bring emotional healing into an innermost being, Jesus has to open up the emotion. You look at verse 10. Okay, we jump the story. You got the story already. Jesus answered, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asked you for a drink, you would have asked Him and He would have given you living water. What Jesus is saying, if you only know what God can do for you, you will allow Him to enter into the innermost part of your being, your emotion. And he would have given you living water gushing forth from within to satisfy you. That was what Jesus was implying to her. If only you know what God can do for you. This morning I believe God is speaking the same thing to us. If only you know what God can do for you. You will be willing to open up your emotion. You'll be willing to open up those wounds. Instead of pretending that it's not there. Allowing God to really touch you and cleanse you up and bring healing to your life. And we look at verse 16, that, that sensitive question Jesus was telling her. He, Jesus told her, go, call your husband and come back. 17. I have no husband, she replied. Jesus says, you're right, because the man you're staying with is not your husband. You see, Jesus get right in to the emotional needs. So Jesus and this woman was trying to deny it and say, No, no, no. I'm alright. You know, I have no husband. You know, what's, what, where's my husband? I have no husband. 
，所以这个妇人首先就就要否认，他说我没有丈夫，我。And then look at verse nineteen. Sir, the woman said, I can see that you are a prophet. Our father worship on this mountain, but you Jews claim that the place where you must worship is in Jerusalem. 先生，我看出你是先知。我们的祖先在至山上礼拜，你们倒说应当礼拜的地方是在耶路撒冷。If you have been hurt, would you just trust a stranger? 如果你是受伤害的话，你会相信一个一个你不认识的人吗 ？Even though that stranger could tell you some insight that is supernatural. 虽然这个你不认识的人可以告诉你一些你知道是不自然的事情。This woman still doesn't want to commit herself to Jesus. 这个妇人到现在她还是不愿将她自己敞开在主的面前。She's saying, "Yes, I can see that you're a prophet because you know about my life." 她说，我知道你是先知，因为你清楚我的生命。But how can I trust you? You Jews always say that you worship the right thing, and we Samaritans are, are doing things wrong. You are always right, and I'm wrong. How can I trust you? 但是他说我怎样可以相信你们呢？你看你们犹太人一直讲要在在耶路撒冷敬拜，我们所拜的是错的。And that's why many of us hurting people, we will go through that struggle. Shall I, you know, trust myself to Jesus? Shall I open up my emotion and allow Jesus to do it? Or is it going to be too painful? How do I know? 常常这就是我们那些有受伤的人所经历的。到底我们是否应该敞开我们的心，让耶稣来医治，还是到底我们可否相信他呢 ？What if I make a fool out of myself in front of everybody? 我没有在别人面前弄到很不好意思了。I must keep my, you know, cool and calm. You know, I mustn't be、uh, let, let my inner feeling、uh, be known because people wouldn't like to see that. 还是我应该冷静下来，把不要让人家知道我真正的问题。But verse 21, Jesus declared, "Believe me, woman. Believe me. Trust me. Believe me." You see the the doubts that this woman was having. You know,、uh, even though she had seen some light, but she was still not committing. And Jesus is saying, "Believe me, woman. A time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on the mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritan worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know, for salvation is for Jews. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipper will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. 虽然这个时候这个女人已经看到了一些亮光，但是呢，她还是不相信耶稣。在二十一节，耶稣说：“妇人，你当信我，时候将到，你们拜父也不在这山上，也不在耶路撒冷。你们所拜的，你们不知道；我们所拜的，我们知道，因为救恩是从犹太人出来的。时候将到，如今就是了。那真正拜父的，要用心灵和诚实拜他，因为父是这样子。” The woman was not ready to come out of her emotional prison just to be hurt again. So this woman is not ready to continue minister the truth to her. So this woman 首先，我们怎样敞开我们的这个情感呢 ？Last week I told you our re- our emotion response to st- stimuli. 
三个星期我们讲到这个这个我们的情感呢会回应一些的眺望。Even though something that has happened maybe twenty, thirty years ago, 可能有一些事情已经发生在二三十年前。The hurts was then. 那个真正的伤害是在那个时候。But as your emotion are being reminder of that particular incident, the feeling will come back. 但是每当你被提醒关于那件事情的时候，这个这个感觉又回头了。The hurt feeling would be fresh. 这个伤害又好像很新鲜的，又彰显了。Happened, 差不，好像这件事情刚刚发生一样。So because that hurt is in the present, even though the incidents could have happened thirty years ago. 所以那个伤害，那个那个伤痛还是存在，虽然那件事情已经是很久以前的事。Therefore, God can get to that hurt and to bring healing into that hurt. 所以这就是为什么神能够进入这个伤痛来带来医治。Therefore, you can open up because that hurt, even though it happened so long, the feeling is still accessible to you. It's just like now. 这就是为什么你能够打开你那个情感，因为那虽然那事情发生很久，但是那个伤痛还伤口现在还是新鲜的。So because emotion responds to stimuli, that's why you can never run away. 因为你的情感能够被被眺望起来，所以你不能够逃跑的。Many of us men thought once we got married, we have run away from our nagging mother. 我们做男人很长，认为呢，当我们结婚了，我们就能够远离那个一直跟讲讲我们的母亲。But when you're late from work and your wife say, "Why are you so late?" and then you burst out in anger because Your response, your emotion response to stimuli. You, you know, you, you are hearing your mother nagging at you. Why are you so late? 但是当你的你回家迟的时候，做工回家迟，忽然间这个太太又讲你的时候，你就想到以前你母亲一直的在讲你，你又生气了。And, and some of you really suffer under my preaching, as I mentioned last week, because it reminds you of your A little bit authoritarian type of father. When when pastor is speaking a little bit firm, you know, it reminds you of that, and immediately your emotion responds. You know, many times I hear people say, "He's scolding me. He's scolding me." Do you understand? They respond. The emotional response is, "He's scolding me," and yet here I am doing my best and and preaching my heart out, giving the word of God to them. 甚至有一些呢，上个星期我讲，我在这里分享这个信息。有一些呢，你不就受提醒关于你那个专权的父亲，所以你感到很不自在，很很不自然。So we open up our emotion. One of the,、uh, the very powerful tool is our memory. 所以我们敞开我们的这个情感的这个伤口，就是借着我们的思想。Okay, you remember the incidents. 你记得那件事情。And begin to bring it before God. For some of us, that is the thing that we don't want to remember. 有时呢，我们一些呢，我们就是不想要记起这样子的事情。But the truth is, you need to open up. 但是真正的你实在是需要将它敞开。Okay, so let's look at Psalm 42, verse 4. 我们看诗篇四十二篇。Psalm 42. 
verse 4. These things I remember as I pour out my soul. How I used to go with the multitude leading the procession to the house of God with shouts of joy and thanksgiving among the festive throne. 我从前与众人同往，用欢呼称赞的声音领他们到神的殿里，大家守节。Okay, I think that's enough. This thing I remember. 他说这些事情我都记得清楚。As I pour out my soul. 当我用欢呼称赞的声音。So as you remember that particular painful incident, you begin to pour it out before God. 当你记起那以前那痛苦的情况,你就将它带到神的面前。Yes, it could trigger a lot of emotion. 可能只会带来一些情感的感受。But you're bringing it before God to cleanse it. 但是你是将它带到神的面前,要来洁净。Before God will bind it up. 在神还没有能够把它包扎起来。But what if those memory, those Things because we're trying to suppress it, we're trying to forget it, and now we just can't remember. It has been buried in our well, subconscious. What can we do about it? We know it's affecting us, but we're not quite sure what, what, what exactly it was. Let's turn to Psalm 139. Because a lot of us can say, well, I know somehow there are something not right with my uh, emotion and my response, but I just don't know what it is. You know, so what do we do about those things? 可能我们有一些讲，我知道我的那个情感有一些问题，但是我不知道真正的问题在哪里。那么我们能够做什么呢？Psalm one three nine verse twenty Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. 神啊，求你鉴察我。知道我的心思，思念我，知道我的意念。See if there is any offensive way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. 看在我里面有什么恶行没有，引导我走远永生的道路。So there are things that we cannot just simply recall with our memory. 所以有一些事情我们实在是不能够记起来的。Because we push it down and press it down, and we, you know, really don't know much about it. 因为那些事情已经我们被我们压制下来，所以现在我们已经不是很清楚了。But do you know the Spirit of God knows everything? 但是你知道神的灵清楚每一件事情吗? Because He was there when it happened. 因为在它发生的时候，圣灵也在那里。And the Spirit of God wants to bring healing to you. 而神的灵也要带来医治到你的身上。So you open your heart to the Lord and say, Lord, search me. 所以你就要敞开你的心，求圣灵来检查你。and know my heart. So the Spirit of God can draw your attention to certain things that has happened. 
Okay, so that is the first step. We have to open up the wound. The second step, we have to cleanse the wound. So spiritually, that is wrong attitudes has to be dealt with. Because in the midst of hurting, in the midst of going through some traumatic experience, resentment and bitterness could set in. So your heart begins to get hardened. The Bible in Hebrews chapter 12 verse 15 tells us if we have root of bitterness, we are depriving ourselves of the grace of God. Because if we have the right attitude when we are going through those difficult times, the grace of God is there for us to draw from. But once we have a bitterness and resentment, we lock up those doors, you know, from God's grace. So we are carrying our burden, we are dealing with the problem by our own strength, by the way we know how. So as a result, bitterness, resentment, you know, bad attitudes begin to develop in our hearts. Right, we can't get a grip of that hurt that was you know then you know and and, and because our, our, our emotions are just numb we, we can't feel it. 因为我们的这个情感已经好像没有感觉了，所以我们不能够再次的感受到那个伤痛。I want you to know all that I'm sharing with you are very real and I've actually seen it. So how do how do we remove this blockage from God's grace, from God uh, releasing his healing into our life? So it is a blockage. First of all, we have to forgive. In order to have healing uh, in your emotion, the prerequisite is you have to forgive. If you don't, you are under the power of the very person that you believe has hurt you. Because every time you think about him, you think about her, the emotion suffers. Even though it's 20 years, but you're still under that person's control. We're not free to choose how we feel or react 
under that sort of situation. So in that situation, we don't have the freedom to choose what we want to feel. So when we talk about forgiveness, we are not talking about what's right and what's wrong. So when we talk about forgiveness, we are not talking about what's right and dealing with our emotional reaction towards people or towards a particular incident. We are talking about forgiveness. We Feeling, you know, because in the first place I've chose to hold that grudge against them. So, because before, when I was bitter, when I was angry, when I was resentful, you know, my will was involved. So, therefore, with an act of my will, I can also, you know, release them. Because when I so some people say, I cannot forgive. It's not that I don't want, but I cannot. Because that thing was so painful, so hurtful to me. You know why you can? Because God commands us to forgive. If we can't, He will not command us. And also, it's an act of our will because by our free will, we have decided to hold a grudge and resentment against the person. So also by our will, we can release the person. It's a choice that we make. If we are not, then we ourselves are bound as well as in in the spiritual sense we bind the other person. Okay, so forgiveness is a prerequisite if you want to be released. From your emotional wounds and hurts. If so, if you want to be released from your emotional wounds and hurts, first you have to be released from your emotional wounds and hurts. First you have to be released from your emotional let me correct uh, myself here by saying I'm not saying grief and sorrow is a sin. Don't get me wrong. Because when something happens, we have to go through a grieving process. It's only natural. Remember, I told you about the grieving process. First of all, your reaction is denial. Second, you become to be very angry and bitter and resentful about it. 
然后你就觉得很有苦度,很憎恨这件事情。And then you go through the bargaining process, God, you do it for me, I will do it for you. You know, you go through the bargaining process. 那么你就好像要进入跟神谈判,如果你这样子为我做,我就做这件事情。And then you get so depressed because you see, wow, there's no way out. 然后呢,你就觉得很沮丧,因为你看到你都在这个圈子没有出路。And the final step is you come to accept, accept it. 然后到最后你就接受了这个事情。So then you can face the future. 那么你就能够面对将来。So you see that grieving process, you know, is a natural process, and and we need to go through it. Maybe you know all the steps, but we have to come to the place where we accept uh, the the situation and and move on. 所以你看到这些忧伤的步骤是自然的步骤，可能你不是经历到每一步，但是呃都差不多是这样子。But there are people who uh, hold on to the grief and idolize grief and sorrow. 有一些人就就抓紧了这个忧伤，就好像把这个忧伤当成他们的偶像。And the grief becomes central to their hearts and life. 这个忧伤就是他们生命的中心。And everything, you know, their life organized around this problem, this grief that they are holding on to. 所以他们的生命生活就围绕着这个忧伤。You see, these sort of idols need to be cast out. 这些偶像其实是要被赶出去的。That's what happened to Jacob, remember? 这就是雅各所经历过的。Oh, he go through the grief, you know, a, a grieving incident at the loss of his son, at least that's what he, he thought. But he hold on to that grief for how long? Twenty-two years. He idolized that grief. He organized his life. You know, this thing just central to his life. It's an idol in his life. But result, he can't receive God's grace to face the situation. And there are people like that. Their grief become their idols. And they never move on in life. You look at the prophet Jonah. Let's turn to the book of Jonah. Chapter 2. Every one of us probably have heard of the story of Jonah, how God has called him to preach to Nineveh, but he refused. And any one of us have you come across Nineveh recently from the news? It's in Iraq, it's by the river Tigris. Interesting, right? We're in the Bible, we're reading about this place. And uh, the people that Jonah was sent to preach are this, well, present day Iraqi. You know, at, at that time, they are the Assyrians. They are very ruthless and violent, and they really, you know, give Israel a lot of problem. So, so Jonah was holding this grudge against the, 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 the Nevites or the Assyrians. And and now God wants him to preach the good news to them and, and save them. You know, Jonah is not going to buy that. No way! He was even prepared to die rather than to go. 
他甚至愿意死都不想到那地那里去。I mean, some of us were so tough nut, but when it come to life and death situation, we say, all right, all right. But not Jonah. Jonah say, I'll die. I rather die than than than, than go to Nineveh. Throw me into the sea. That's what he said. 有些人呢，好像我们就很坚固，但是到了这个这个生死的情况里面，我们就就就软化下来。但是约拿却不是这样子，他甚至愿意死都不愿到那里去传福音。But、look at this verse in verse eight, chapter two, Jonah. 我们看第二章第八节约拿书。Those who cling to worthless idols forfeit the grace that could be there. Well, I think you translate from the English. Okay, those who cling to worthless idols. 那些抓紧这种这种没有价值的偶像的 forfeit. The grace that could be theirs. They just lost that grace that was given to them. In other words, you see, there are people who really hold on. What is Jonah's idols? Is his ideology? This Jonah's this this idol is his ideology. We have people who hold on to their idols, you know, of 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 atheism. You know, I don't believe in God. 我们也看到一些人，他们抓紧他们这个思想的偶像，就是讲不相信有神。Or whatever idols you, you know, the idols of sorrow. 或者是这个忧伤的这种这种偶像。You allow the grief to dominate your life, to control your life year in and year out. 那么你就允许这个忧伤来抓紧你的生命。And refuse to move on. 那么你就不能够往前进。You see, when you cling to worthless idols, that's what how much they are worth. Worthless. 那么如果你抓紧这种无价的这种偶像的话 ，you forfeit. The grace that could be yours. 那么你就舍弃了这个这个恩典，本来是属于你的。You forfeit the healing that could be yours. 你就舍弃了这个医治，这个医治可能就是你的。You forfeit the comfort that could be yours. 你可能就舍弃你可以得到的安慰。Jacob refused to be comforted. 这个雅各不愿领受这个安慰。He hold on to his worthless idols. 他就抓紧这个。So the second bad attitude is, you know, treating our sorrow, our grief as idols. So the second bad attitude is, you know, treating our sorrow, our grief as idols. So the third bad attitude really comes when we. Uh, what we interpret as hurt may really come from our willing and unwillingness or inability to face up to the unpleasant truth about ourselves or our behavior. 第三个不对的态度就是讲，到底我们是否愿意来面对这种可能不是很好的情况在我们的生命里面。We refuse to face the truth. 我们不愿意真正的来面对这个问题。We are angry. We are bitter because people tell us the truth. We don't want to face ourselves. 但是我们却不愿意面对自己。That's a bad attitude. 这是一个不对的态度。That will prevent healing from taking place in your life. 只会拦阻我们得到那个医治。Because truth will hurt us. 
If somebody tell you something wrong about you, you never like to hear it. You know, you like to hear what they say. You know, you're so good. You see, so what's what's good about you, but not what's bad about you. 但是有一些真正的问题，被人告诉你的，你是不愿意听的，你要听那些好的。So truth will hurt.所以有时呢，这些人家讲的真的事情呢，有时是会伤害你的。And that's why a lot of people listening to the preaching when they are unwilling to face themselves, they are unwilling to face, you know, the reality. They became, they they get offended because of the preaching. 有时呢，有一些人就因为不愿意听真正的在这种讲道呢，他们不愿意面对自己，他们就觉得好像得罪了，他受得罪了。You look at Matthew fourteen，我们看马太十四章，verse had arrested John and bound him and put him in prison because of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife. For John had been saying to him, it is not lawful for you to have her. Herod wanted to kill John, but he was afraid of the people because they considered him a prophet. Why was John the Baptist arrested and put in prison? Not because he has committed a crime. But because Herod doesn't like what he preached. Because Herod has taken his brother Philip's wife to be his. And John the Baptist begins to, to, to tell him that this is not right. You cannot do this. And as a result, because he doesn't want to face the truth, he doesn't want to face himself, he wanted to get rid of John. So if your resentment is if your bitterness is because someone telling you the truth, it's no good you come before God and, and, and try to forgive this person. Because he wasn't at the wrong. He was right in telling you the truth. So it's no good. You see, we can be so spiritual. We come before God and say, God, I forgive that person for hurting me. You don't need to forgive him. You need to be forgiven because you had the wrong. So if you come to God and say, God, I forgive that person for hurting me. You don't need to forgive him. You need to be forgiven. You know, there are people. I I have encountered uh, uh, people who now who, who become so spiritual now. They they constantly pray for me. 
But they never prayed for me when they were in church. Now they think that I'm so wrong, they need to pray for me so that I'll repent. Hey, please pray for me, huh? It's true, you need to pray for me. You see, we as humans there are times we're wrong, you know, we, we really need need a prayer. But what I'm getting at is the attitude. You know, they they don't like the truth and then they get offended and now they turn it around. You see, as if they, they need to forgive you. So I was Herod cannot forgive John. He needs to repent of his sin. You understand what I'm saying? It's no use Herod getting offended and say, you know, you know, God, I forgive John the Baptist for telling me. No, you need to repent. Another incident is in Second Corinthians seven. 哥林多后书第七章, Paul, the apostle Paul was having some problem with the Corinthians. 这个保罗呢, so he wrote to them. Very sternly. And and Paul knew that this would hurt them because truth hurts. And and that's why sometimes you struggle, shall I tell, shall I not tell? Because you know they don't like it, but yet it's the truth. The only way you can get emotional release and healing is to face the truth. It's to open up the wound. So Paul wrote that letter and see what's the effect in verse 8. Even if I cause you sorrow by my letter, I do not regret it. Though I did regret it, I see that my letter hurt you, but only for a little while. Yet now I'm happy, not because you were made sorry, but because your sorrow led you to repentance. For you became sorrowful as God intended, and so were not harmed in any way by us. Godly sorrow brings repentance and leads to salvation and leave no regrets. But worldly sorrow brings death. Can you see the wounds that caused by truth 
can heal quickly and cleanly. So you but if you, if you hold on to the idols of grief and, and sorrow, you know, a lot of problems, it could have been solved in two days, drag on to 20 years. So we talk about opening up our emotion, our wounds. Second step, you have to deal with the wrong attitude. In other words, remove the germs. Number three, you bind out the wounds, right? So that is to hand over the hurt to the Lord Jesus. Come to the cross. Okay, this thing has been dealt with, so you bring everything to the Lord Jesus to the cross and leave it there. You know you can bring it to Jesus because you know that He understands. He's been through all the experiences and far much more than you have been. And we need to realize that, you know, remember the nail print? Jesus is saying, I know. What, how you feel? I have been through it. I care. I understand. You记得那个钉痕, so as those emotions surface, you see Jesus there。所以当你让伤痛的情感起来的时候，你就看到主耶稣在那里。That's why we can open out the emotion。这就是为什么我们能够打开这个伤口。Not so that we can go into self-pity again. But to bring it to the cross, bring it to Jesus, He understands, He will take care. And once we did that, God's supernatural grace will come upon us. His unconditional love will be released into our life. That will bring us to healing. I want you to look at Psalm 62. Verse 8. Trust in Him at all times. O people, pour out your hearts to Him. For God is our refuge. 你们众民当时时依靠他，在他面前请心吐意，神是我们的避难所。Psalm 62 verse 8. Okay, so trust in Him all the time. 所以你们要时时的信靠他。Whatever experience may be, trust in Him. 不管你所经历的是什么，一直都要依靠他。Pour out your hearts to Him. 
Bring those situations those uh, uh, to him. Why? Because God is our refuge. You feel safe when you bring it to him. He will bind up those wounds, he will release his grace and, and love into your life. And the blood of Jesus will cleanse every hurts and wounds. And then bind it up. By the Spirit of the Living God. Remember, we started with Isaiah 61. The Spirit of God binds up our broken hearted. So, number four, the healing that is taking place is a process. Once the doctor binds up the wound, you know, it could still be a little bit painful from time to time until the wounds are totally healed and it takes some time. So see, because emotional wounds result in immaturity in our emotion. Right? Because we suppress the emotion and so we stop growing at that stage emotionally. So the healing involves a process of growth. Instantly, the blockage can be removed. What hinder you from receiving God's grace and healing is removed instantly. But the healing process takes time. Because we are talking about growing into, you know, the image of Christ. Perhaps we look at Ephesians 4, verse 15. We need to understand this because a lot of us, you know, once we get released and then we feel that, hey, somehow we're going, we seem to have the negative feeling again. We thought that, well, that's it, you know, it's no use, it's the same thing again. Verse 15, Ephesians 4. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will in all things grow up into Him who is the head. Okay? Because in the past, you know, we, we, we have a lot of deliverance. It's not that we don't believe in deliverance. Sure, we believe in deliverance. Deliver, delivering from you from the blockage of God's grace. That's 
That's the reason why many people, after they are delivered, you know, sooner or later they get back to the same old problem, the same hurts again. You know, the next time deliverance comes, they, you know, you have to pray all over again. They never get healed. Yes, instantly we are delivered from those blockages as we respond to God. But it's to the truth. We are growing. We are growing. Holding on to the truth. We are growing into Him. So there's a time factor. Until the healing process is complete. I didn't Gary know about that. <laughs> He's been through. He's going through. Okay. Okay. So, in during this uh, period of healing, you know, during this time of healing, we could go through a roller coaster, you know, experience. So, in这个医治的步骤当中，我们可能好像这个这个有时好，有时坏。I mean, after this morning's meeting, you should be feeling great on top of the world. 在今天早上，你可能应该好像感觉到在山顶上。But in a few days' time, you know, when it starts raining, you feel down at the dump. Right? That the disciples go through that. Because when Jesus appeared to them in the room, you know, they were filled with joy. You see, the healing process was working, but it's not completed yet. And Jesus need to come again to Peter and say, Peter, do you love me three times? Because Peter denied him three times. To bring that complete healing into his life. So if you're going through the roller coaster process, hold on to the truth. Hold on to God's unconditional love. Hold on to God's grace. That He will bring the healing to a complete process. He who has begun a good work in you will bring it to completion, the Bible says. So don't give up when you go to the roller coaster experience and say, well, it doesn't work. It does. So this morning, I believe we want God's healing to come into our life. We are whole, but we need to be more whole. Because life can be very tough. Experience could really hurt us. But we need to open up those emotions. We need to deal with the wrong attitude. We need to bring them to the cross of Jesus. Remove the blockage. And we are on to a process of healing. 
As we hold on to the truth. Shall we pray? Let's pray.